Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. We're in Square Gators, of course, always gamble responsibly on this Saturday morning, of course, Caulfield Cup Day in Melbourne at Caulfield at Randwick Five Diamond Day. We've got the Geelong Cup in the Harness Racing World this evening, the Meadows, Seymour Cup tomorrow as well. A lot to talk about as I welcome the voice of RSN to the studios of 1FM 98.5 Live and Local Sport, Dan Hibbard. Morning stats, yes. Uh, one of the big days of the year today with uh, Caulfield Cup Day and uh, or obviously the uh, the Geelong Cup as well in the trots. But, yeah, the next... Uh, we're sort of... The next month is... Uh, it's crept up, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it has. Um, it's it's crazy how quickly it sort of comes around each year now. And, uh, yeah, we've got uh, the next... Basically, the next four Saturdays of uh, uh, top-class gallops racing at, at, uh, in Melbourne. Uh, and also some, uh, still some good racing in the trots, and the, and the greyhounds come right on the back end of the uh, of the, um, the the Flemington Carnival. So, uh, a full on for the next uh, month, and probably the next couple of months as well. And your thoughts on the Guineas and the uh, Everest last week? Guineas. Uh, <laughs> Looking back, I'm wondering how we didn't have that. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a big price, um, Griff. But uh, obviously, there was that interference at the end, but. I, it wouldn't have made any difference to the result, and, and obviously there was no protest lodged, so it was quite obvious that there was never going to get upheld. Um, but he was impressive. Stepati was good. Uh, he was brave running third, um, but uh, no match for the winner on the day. The Everest, uh, I think the barrier draw just really killed. I wish he'll win. It probably should have won the race. I've no doubt about that, but uh, just didn't get the... The right marble for it one was probably the one draw you didn't want, and that's what they got. And uh, great, just... great debate on RSN Racing Radio whether the Everest is the best sprint race, and a lot of like people pushed back on that and said, "Hang on, the new market's way better than yeah. the Everest." What, yeah. what are your thoughts? Oh, I, I, the, the Everest is a slot race, and I mean, um, you know, they, they obviously try and get the the best horses with the best deals, sort of things, you know, to to support uh, the the owners and the and the slot holders, but. Uh, I don't think this year's version was anywhere near as good as it has been, and I know we've lost a few of the absolute top line sprinters over the last uh, twelve months. But uh, no, look, I don't think it's. I, I still have a uh, a thought that it's not uh, the be all and end all. The Everest, I think, uh, all the other top sprint races are the are the the better ones um, because uh, their history and so forth. But uh, um, it just doesn't quite sit with me because it's a slot race because you've got a, uh, different owners and different uh, you know connections pulling uh, horses in different directions it, it it just doesn't sit right and I prefer that the the uh, the new market or the the Manicato or uh, you know the the champion sprint on um, on the on uh, during the Flemington carnival yep. is a really great race as well so I mean, it's it's just the money. That's the big thing. That's I think it's on it. finals day. Yeah. yeah, what they call finals day, the champions. Yeah, sprint. yeah. And I mean, the money in the Everest is ridiculous, but and that's just the nature of that concept. And uh, calling it the Meadows tonight. No, I got a weekend off. Right. Well, yeah. well tipped last week. You got that uh, treble that you tipped early. Paid six dollars. I had 
$5 on it. We also had attrition in the last in the two rack at Caulfield, just a little sneaky. We suggested to the punters $2 to win there at $41 there, Dan. Yeah, I think we got the, I think we got the first, four, uh, first four winners there at uh, the Meadows on um Last Saturday night, so uh, I was on the treble. nice little, uh, nice little uh, early quaddy there. I don't think it paid a great deal, but uh, we did go all right early on. But uh, um, the uh, yeah, we didn't do too bad in the tip last week, which was good for the the punters. We didn't do too well at the at uh, Melton though with the. The Victoria Cup, uh, certainly a blowout race, a blowout, blowout result there. It was great on racing.com, but yes, that was a... That it was, was a great a race. Blowout. It yes. was a great race. And that's uh, where we'll start with the uh, the week that was uh, the Victoria Cup last week. Um, it was only 9, 9.8 metres first to last. Uh, I, so I think I've been on here a number of times previously and sort of said... Uh, you know, the barrier draws and, you know, odds on favourites and they find their position, they walk and then they sprint home and it's not much of an, of an affair. But this this race just goes to show uh, how good uh, the code can be um, and how good the sport is when racing is uh, run at tempo. And that was the whole idea of the, the race was the tempo that was run. It uh, gave the leaders the opportunity to still be able to be there at the finish. It gave the swoopers the opportunity to come from the back. Uh, and as it was, we had Acknow get up at $81 on the fixed odds. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that Catchaway should have won the race and probably should have won the race by about 15 metres. Uh, he was absolutely ridiculous in that race. Um, he didn't have any luck. He had to go all the way back to last after settling, uh, pushing forward at the start. And then he's uh, got beaten ahead. Uh, Leap to Fane and Rock and Roll do were enormous. Uh, and as was Bulletproof Boy. And I mean, the, the even better Eclipse, who was probably a touch disappointing running last. He was only beaten 10 metres. Uh, it was that sort of race. It was an amazing finish um, and, a, and a great uh, end to the, uh, the Victoria Cup Carnival. The other uh, winner on the night there from a local perspective, uh, Dave Moran drove the winner of the... Uh, the Victoria Oaks final uh, with Sweet Bella. Now this was a this was a race and a half as well. Uh, they went uh, absolutely bananas in this one fifty six seven. The rate Emma Stewart trained the first five across the line. She had five in the race and they ran the top five. Um, but uh, the favourite did get beat a narrow margin there. But Sweet Bella winning for Dave Moran in the Victoria Oaks final there last Saturday night. We uh, then moved to Wangaratta's meeting on Sunday. Susan Hunter from Achukaway has had had a double. Twilight Beach was an odds-on favourite, winning the third race in 2.5.8. Just was able to get an easy run and uh, was able to win. And the other winner that they had on the card was uh, Lethal Lover, was an odds-on favourite in the last, and it was able to lead and win in 159.8. The next winner was at uh, Swan Hill during the week, and this was a real good uh, return to form for Safala for Donna Castles. It was a $9 chance. Um, he's getting on a bit now, this fellow, he's a nine-year-old, 155.9 was the mile rate there, uh, he's won 14 of 100 starts, it was his 100th start uh, at uh, Swan Hill, and he got the victory, he hadn't won for a while, his last win was actually t- pretty much 12 months ago, uh, 20, 26th of October at Shepparton, when he won uh, again by a narrow margin, but uh, he had been uh, out, of, uh, out of form a little bit, but uh, he... Just found a little bit of form at Kilmore two runs ago, and then he was able to back it up with a really good win there at Swan Hill during the week. The next meeting was uh, the meeting at Melton on Wednesday. They had the uh, another round of the 1,200-metre sprint races, and uh, the Newburys had another winner in this series with uh, John and Matt combining with Kia Aura Beauty. Uh, was able to lead, dictated terms. It was too good. 
26-3 the opening quarter, 28-6, 28-8. Good uh, solid fractions there and was able to lead all of the way. Uh, next, I don't think there was anything else on that card, and there wasn't. The next meeting, uh, Cobram on Thursday. They had an eight-race card there. Uh, Major Max won the first for Jack Sullivan, beat Hurricane Jane and Silver Spoon, two minutes point three the mile right there. Uh, was able to come, did, uh, got checked and broke early on, but then was able to balance up and get the prize. Play Nice was a strong winner for Terry and Taylor French. Um, came down the outside to score in 158.1. Eagle Major, this was another winner for Donna Castles. Doc Wilson this time taking the drive. It was $151 on the fixed odds. Uh, it was first up from a spell. Uh, its last run was back in May where it ran seventh at Shepparton and uh, was stood down after that run. Comes back to the races and wins first up at a massive price. Uh, a narrow victory over Vinsanity and Bidalong, Major, uh, Bidalong Bay. Uh, two minutes point one the rate there. Tino Terry Maori was an odds-on favourite, winning the fourth. Deserved win, led and was too good, 155.3. Tatted its hoof on the till for a couple of weeks and was able to finally get that win. Always Loxley was a nice winner for John Nissen and Rebecca Bartley. Sat Park, too tough, 156 and 7. Dillaby Flash won the sixth race. This was the uh, the the, uh, the final of the heats run at Wangaratta the previous Sunday. Dillaby Flash won, beating Blissful Mind and Epic Orion. And they went two minutes in that race. The seventh was won by Son of the, Son of the Shark, obviously by Lenny the Shark for David Aiken. Dave Moran taking the drive. $9 chance and was able to win in 154. Very quick run. Um, pushing That was pushing towards the track record. Uh, very quick performance there from Son of the Shark to beat John Wayne and Maxi wants to play. And Dave made it a double when he trained and drove on the hunt to win the last lead and was too good in 156.7. The next meeting at Ararat that following on the, uh, the, on the Thursday night, Cherokee Jack won the first for Alex Ashwood, trained by uh, previously owned and uh, previously trained, still owned by Noel Tyndall out at Nathalia. Um, has been racing pretty well around this, these parts, just not been able to quite find the the way through to a win. Um, Noel sent it to Alex and uh, out, uh, took off and had a big lead on them down the back straight, and in the end was too strong. Nice race to win too. It was a ten thousand dollar. Uh, Vic Bread Platinum event and uh, a bit of extra prize money there for Cherokee Jack got his first win on the board at Ararat during the week. The last one to mention was last night at uh, Melton, Melton on the Friday night and Sebastian's boy for Brent Thompson, Lee Sutton taking the drive um, back in the draw and caused a false start, got uh, put back out of the draw again but uh, at the second retake he led took the trail and then he was able to run over the top and score in a very quick 156. Got a lot of ability. Um, he's just got his uh, uh, gate manners to sort out. If he works them out, he's going to be very uh, a very nice horse going forward. He's only a four-year-old, so plenty of wins for him in store. I am sure of that. So that was the last of the winners during the week. Uh, stats, a busy week and a couple of long price winners. There was a, a long price winner there at uh, Cobram. There was another one at Ararat. I think it was about 150 to one as well. So and G Melton was value last Saturday night as value, well. Yeah, um, obviously if uh, I mean it's hard, you can't. I mean, ladies in red getting knocked over again. Beat. Two years in a row at the same meeting. Yep, correct. Had a really short quote. Yep. It, uh, she was brave uh, first up from that long time off, uh, and the sprint lane horse was able to get up and beat her. So uh, it was a bit of a surprise though. The horse that beat her. I mean, it hadn't didn't have the the 
superior format, I have to say, but it was able to win. Uh, but, yeah, very uh, big dividends uh, there to Melton on uh, on uh, Saturday night, particularly in the Victoria Cup, and I think the quality was pretty huge as well. So I think we got the first two leagues, but uh, after that was, wasn't was much fun after that. But uh, a big night there at, uh, at Melton. It was great coverage and uh, good to see. And, uh, yeah, we'll see a bit more of that uh, that coverage with the Greyhounds in the next few weeks as well on racing.com too. Now, we're going to go to a sponsor's break, but this week is Vic Gambling Awareness Week. So Victoria Gamblers Awareness Week uh, started on Monday the 16th of October and goes through to Sunday the 22nd of October tomorrow. Talk, share and support. There's a 1800 number to ring, 1800 858 858. Talk, share, support, 1800 858 858. If you or a family member are affected, gamblershelp.com.au is the website, gamblershelp.com.au. And always remember, think of what you could be buying instead. We're going to go to a sponsor's break, come out the other side, gamble responsibly. We'll try and find a winner on Caulfield Cup Day. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. Seven out of 10 cars stolen today will be stolen using their own keys. Make sure you leave your keys out of sight, behind a locked door, and visit www.howsafeismyplace.com.au to find out more simple things you can do to protect your home and family. It's a free service from Neighbourhood Watch in partnership with RACV. Howsafeismyplace.com.au Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport Show. My favourite time of the week. Gamble responsibly, of course. It is Caulfield Cup Day, and of course, but what before we get there, uh, we might have a look at Geelong tonight, the Geelong Cup with Dan Hibbard, and see how we go there at Geelong. And pretty interesting little meeting here at Geelong tonight. Yeah, it's not... Uh, the Cup's a good race, but uh, not a lot of um, metro-quality races tonight. I think they were most of those were last night at uh, at the meeting at Melton. Uh, you've got the McNamara Trotters Cup uh, and the Geelong Pacing Cup as the features on the program tonight. Um, the multi, we're going to go early on and try and snag it early. First race, race one, number 10, Fighter Command for Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars. It's... Probably rock bottom price at the moment. It's about a dollar sixty-five. It's been two ten into one sixty-five. It's only had two starts. Uh, they threw it in the deep end in the heats of the Super Series for the two-year-olds. Ran down the track at Bendigo. It was well in the market though, um, and then came out and won a two a maiden 
last time out at Melton in uh, in decent enough time. I don't think this race is any harder. Um, you, you're striking horses in the two-year-olds that are um, uh, at the lower end of the, the, the depth at this time of the year. The, the good ones have all raced at the sires. They're probably freshening up towards the um, the Breeders' Crown as their last sort of you know run before the uh, end of the season. So uh, this guy's on the way up. I think he's a decent enough chance. So race one, number 10, the first seat. Into race two, number 11, on watch for Basil Dooley and James Herbertson. Not a race I'm overly wrapped in, but I just thought that he was probably a little bit of value here. Um, he's won three of his 28 starts um, down the track, uh, six from a wide draw last time out behind Rendezvous uh, at, uh, at Geelong. Um, I just think there might be enough tempo on over the mile trip. I don't generally like backing them uh, drawn out deep. Uh, sorry, drawn in the sec- outside the second row over the sprint trips, but I think he might be able to work his way into the race here uh, and and come over the top with a, a decent enough result. So the multi, uh, first league race one, number 10, into race two, number 11. It's around five sixty something like that. Yeah, $5.61, yep. Dan. Yep. $5.88 if you power it. Yep, so uh, a little bit of value there to try and snag the multi early on for a quaddy, which is... Um, a li- it's not... Too, too difficult, I wouldn't have thought. The first thing is the McNamara Trotters Cup. Numbers here are 4, 7, 8, 9. Kai Valley Hotspur is racing extremely well. Harry Stamper was very good first up. It was good to see him come back as a winner. Um, that was at Melton. The Penny Drops is uh, very, uh, very competitive and has been well backed on fixed odds as far as I can tell in the early stages of betting. Uh, and one overall is going to be the favourite. So they're the top four. Uh, standing start. Um, I just not really keen on one overall off the thirty to take him one out, but uh, I think Kai Valley Hotspur is probably the one you're going to to one the one to beat off the front mark. Race six is the Geelong Pacing Cup, and I'm going one out here with Rock and Roll. Do there's not uh, uh, anyone in this race that he uh, shouldn't be able to beat uh, based on his run last week. Uh, I think the extra trip, the twenty five seventy, will suit him. Um, I think he'll lead. Major Moth, I don't think, will want to hold him out. He'll just take the trail and try and out-sprint him at the end. But I think he's just racing so well. His figure form, I know it says fifth and fourth, but you know he was fifth in the um, in the Kilmore Cup from a bad draw and then fourth last week after leading up beaten a pimple. So uh, he's the one to beat clear. And he's a decent enough price too. He's eighty. so I think he's a, he's a really good chance. So going to take him one out in the, in the second leg. Third leg, uh, I'm taking the field. Literally taking the field. I think they can all win this race. It's ridiculously even. Um, and I just can't leave any of them out. Um, you don't usually do that. No, I don't. Yeah. There's only eight in it. The scratching of the uh, the eight. So there's a field of nine with the scratching. Leaves it with a field, as eight, a field of eight. But they can literally all win this race. Um, the favourite's Monomia, and she's never been really one of mine. So um, I just think that's it's a really open race. And... Uh, for this, the benefit uh, of for the quaddy, we'll just take the field and see if we can get a little bit of uh, meat on the bone. The last leg is race eight, and I've gone two, five, and seven. Destiny Stride, Cool Knight, and Rikiro Slammer. They've all drawn different parts of the compass on the track here, but I think they're the top three in the race, uh, and they should be battling out the finish. So the quaddy, four, seven, eight, nine, the first leg, three only the second leg, field the third leg. Two five seven the last thing. It cost you ninety six dollars if you wanted to take the whole whack. Five dollars five percent, Dan. Go. So it's near enough to a hundred bucks. Uh, so it's easy to work out your percentages there uh, for the quaddy tonight at Geelong, and it uh, should be a good night there for Geelong Cup night.
Now, I should point out that Shepparton's on tonight as well, first getting underway at uh, three minutes to six o'clock for this the, evening. For the dogs, yep, yeah. For the Greyhounds tonight, tonight yep. and the 12 event card. The Meadows tonight, I know you're not calling there tonight, but have you done anything there? Dan, anything it's, you like? Yeah, it's a good uh, even card. With just a little bit hard with the uh, all the good races that have been on. We had the Geelong Cup last week. We had the heats of the uh, the Cranbourne Cup at uh, at Sandown during the week, and that was a, a ripping um, a ripping set of heats. And of course, we've got the Melbourne Cup for Greyhounds coming yeah, up. Yeah, so we're too. less than uh, less than a month away from the uh, from the Melbourne Cup, uh, which is going to be awesome. Um, my, I'll, I'll give you one. I think we've tipped him before, um, and I'm not going to uh, not reinventing the wheel. He's into free for all company, but he's just racing it so well. It's race eight, number three, Gary Stunon. Um, he just absolutely loves this play, uh, loves the Meadows. He's uh, won nine races over this trip. He's won twelve in his career and won nine of them at the Meadows over the five twenty five. He's got one underneath him that does get out quick, but he gets out just as quick, and I think he might get some decent cover. He's around $3.20, and I reckon he he might be just one bet for the night there at the Meadows, race eight, number three. No worries. We'll go horse racing, hey, Dan? Let's have a look. How about we have a look at the main race today? Not forgetting Roman Coz after the nine news at 11 to have a look at the Caulfield Cup, but uh, the Caulfield Cup is race nine today at Caulfield. The first at Caulfield of 10 getting underway at a quarter past 12 or... A quarter past midday. Of uh, course, gamble responsibly and drive safely down the Hume. I envy you if you are going down. Not be getting Seymour Cup tomorrow as well. But race nine is the cup itself. Look, I'm going to talk about it a bit more in depth in the next hour with uh, Roman. But I principally like race nine at number three break up today. I'm going to back as well number two without a fight. Number six west wind blows. But my on top is... Uh, race nine number three break up from Japan. Uh, good, good selection. It's a really good race. It's six dollars the field on fixed odds. Initially, I was going Gold Trip, and then there's been all this talk about it. And I don't know whether it's smoke and mirrors or what it is about him with the track. Yeah, uh, the track being too hard. Well, and, I don't think it is. And then I, they bring out, they trot out on Thursday that I think it has to carry a race record yeah, for the Caulfield Cup. It's, and it's hard to sort of gauge where he's at. His run last time out in the Turnbull was ridiculous. He was super. He, the run previous when he was first up at the Valley was off the charts. I don't want to jump off him, but I, I am going to steer clear of him just because of the weight and just because of the talk around the track and where he might be at. I've ended up going with the six West Wind Blows for Jamie Spencer. Uh, he's got decent enough form. Well, it was the run of the Turnbull out, outside of the winner gold trip, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and he comes in. He's only going to carry 54 and a, a kilos in the cup. Uh, he's got re- really good form over in, uh, over in Europe. Uh, and that's the sort of form I think you want into a race like this. I agree with Breakup. I think he's going to be really hard to beat from Japan. Um, Ran fourth in the Tenno show to Equinox as one of group form, two. Yeah, his form's ridiculously strong, so he's the obvious one there. And the other one I like is Who Your Mal, number 10. Um, I just think he might get, get the right sort of race. That came through that run. Montefilia race in Sydney. Yeah, but I think West Wind Blows, he's the equal favourite with Gold Trip. I reckon he's the play there in the Cup. The only thing I... The, the only thing with West Wind Blows, I'm just wondering, you know how some horses second up can, yeah. can blunt a little bit off a run like that? I, I don't believe it's form. It, it does all right second up. But so two starts second up and one one yeah, of them, so, so it's not bad. So it's not bad. So 
you're just gonna have to take it on trust there. But um, yeah, look, I, I can't wait for the race today, and it's gonna be fantastic on a good fall. They irrigated it on Thursday and Friday afternoon, so yeah, let's see what happens there. We'll go to Ramwick to this five diamonds prelude, and look, I'm on uh, two horses here: race eight, number two, Democracy Manifest, and uh, race eight, number fourteen, Altivo. Yeah, Democracy Manifest for me um, didn't have a great deal of luck in the Epsom. Uh, I think he's uh, got his hoof on the till, and uh, yeah, he'll be very hard to beat in that race this afternoon. Have to agree. Now we're going to go to real quickly tomorrow. We're going to go to the Seymour Cup, which I'll be at tomorrow. Probably end out at the Dogs a little later as well. I like race eight, number seven, Acceleration for the Cup, and I also like race seven. Sorry, that is race eight. Beg your pardon. Race, race eight, eight yeah. the Seymour Cup. That's a correction. Race eight, the Seymour Cup. Race eight, number seven, Acceleration. And race eight, number eight, Golden Path. Backing both. Going for Flash Flood for Ma Eustace, Carleen Heffel. Uh, fourth last time Which out. Which is number three. Number three, yeah. Fourth at uh, Sandown last time. Last time out before that second at Caulfield behind Sulcum. So the form line is really strong. Uh, and I think he's going to be hard to beat in that mile race at Seymour in the Cup. No worries, Dan. Enjoy your Saturday evening off. Yeah, looking for... Oh, yeah, heading out to... Actually going to a wedding this afternoon. And so how is nice. married life Yeah, it's going up. very well. Very, very well. well. Yes, loving it and uh, uh, enjoying it. It'll be, we'll be enjoying a very quiet Saturday for once. It's uh, nice to have a bit of a time off. Yeah, well, I think I'll find myself at Shepparton and Dogs this afternoon and then on the Seymour Cup tomorrow. Be a good day. No worries. And we'll do it all again next week. Cox Plate Day next weekend, Dan. Can't wait for that. Just gets bigger and better, doesn't it? It does. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.